Hello and welcome to the first Bundaberg Now podcast. We're pleased to introduce this new way of keeping the Bundaberg region informed about what's happening with council venues and services, local business, arts, culture, events and tourism. Today we'll hear about Bundy Limes, the Reef Guardian program, virtual tours and more. And you can listen anytime online or use a podcast app on your mobile. I'm Michael Gorry from Bundaberg Regional Council and first of all today, here are the news headlines from Bundaberg Now. Local dog parks have new agility equipment including a low bridge and jump through tunnel. Mayor Jack Dempsey says the $20,000 investment will make playtime more fun at Lions Park, Daff Geddes Park, Mary Kinross Park and Jatines Park. Bundaberg Regional Library staff have thanked visitors for abiding by coronavirus restrictions as doors reopened this week for the first time since March. There's a maximum of 10 people allowed in the Bundaberg Library at any time. More library news later in this podcast. It's National Volunteers Week and unfortunately the usual annual events of appreciation can't be held this year. Council volunteers have been sent thank you certificates and everyone in the community thanks all volunteers for the great work that they do. The Queensland Government's COVID-19 restrictions will be relaxed just before the school holiday start on 12th of June and people will be allowed to go camping and travel up to 250 kilometres from their homes. Visit BundabergNow.com for a terrific list of 10 great camping ideas in our region. Now it's over to Sue Ann Chapman from the Council Events and Tourism team. Sue Ann is talking about a new Bundaberg tourism initiative to promote our amazing and dynamic local food scene. Hi, I'm Sue Ann Chapman with Bundaberg Regional Council and I look after the best portfolio in Council which is tourism and events. And today I'm going to talk to you about the fabulous initiative presented by Bundaberg Tourism which is an opportunity for us to get to know our passionate hard-working foodies in our region. And the initiative was launched today. Uh, it includes virtual tours and cooking tours and conversations about our local culinary scene and it's going to be released here on our podcast as well as through Bundaberg Tourism's Facebook and Instagram channels. Now some of these videos will include Joey from the Windmill Cafe Bagara, Dion from HSG and the amazing team from H2O. We can't forget the drink makers which includes Burt's and Kalki Moon and also the producers like Tina from Tina Berries. So it's it's going to be a really rich program that um, has uh, releases over the coming weeks. But the very first cab off the rank is Tina from Tina Berries talking to Joey from the Windmill Cafe Bagara about his spectacular smoothie bowls and what makes them so delicious and uh, the local produce that's included. And before we get to that, uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about a a little known fact in that this region produces 25% of the nation's fruit and vegetable. If you can think of it, we grow it. And in season uh, coming up shortly is strawberries, blueberries. We're just coming off the end of our dragon fruit, um, which will be profiled with Joey from the Windmill Cafe, Bagara and Tina when they have a chat shortly. 
So these videos are an opportunity to showcase some of our rockstar culinary people and who are serving up the best local food and drink in Australia. And as you know, our tourism and agricultural industries are deeply entwined and Bundaberg is known for iconic brands the world over, including Bundaberg Rum, Bundaberg Brewed Drinks and Bundaberg Sugar. We're an emerging culinary tourism destination and we are starting to be noticed nationally, which is quite exciting um, in that, unfortunately, we had to cancel our Taste Bundaberg Festival this year, but uh, we're already planning for it next year to be um, bigger and better than what we were going to produce this year because we have a little bit more time to make those connections with our culinary superstars. Now... Uh, We also wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you to the community who embraced the hospitality industry so warmly during the COVID-19 restrictions. We saw some very uh, innovative and crafty ways that our hospitality uh, industry was able to service the community and we saw the community support them in spades. So it was wonderful. Uh, We are a resilient region of warm hearts and full bellies, to quote my colleagues at Bundaberg Tourism. and uh, I really hope you enjoy this clip uh, from with Joey from the Windmill Cafe Bagara and Tina McPherson from Tina Berries. Look at that. Just as much my lipstick. Hi, I'm Tina from Tina Berries. I'm Joey from the Windmill Cafe Bagara. What are we making at the moment? So we're just coming off our um, dragon's fruit season, um, which our local dragon fruit suppliers and farmers have been growing for the last amazing few months. One of our things that we're really known for and we've worked on you know, it's not a short time that we've worked on this particular dish, our dragon fruit bowls, our smoothie bowls. We freeze the pulp and turn it into this gorgeous summery spring, water, winter, breakfast, brunch. <laughs> That'd be like annual then, wouldn't annual-y, it? Annual, Summery, lovely, springy, yeah. autumny, wintry. Spring brunch. Yeah. yeah so so we, that's your all year round. That's my all year round go-to. <laughs> One of the great things about this region is that the produce is growing here, so you're getting it fresh, so it just can't help but taste magnificent. So look, I'm looking in here at the things that, that I know are definitely from around here. So pineapples. That's it. Bananas. Done. Mango. Done. Blueberries. Done. Have you ever seen some of the blueberries yes. that grow here? I mean, yes. uh, we're just coming into that season, season as well. Yeah. But enormous. I never knew that they could grow that big. So did I do mango? I um, probably passion did. Fruit. Passion fruit. Did you know that we're the biggest passion fruit growing region in Australia? No, so you didn't know no, that? No, I didn't region. know that. So all our fruit and veg, so all our region, if you're looking for the going for a drive when we can go for long drives and when we can go and sit some get some food it comes from our region and because it's as you mentioned earlier it's, it's I'm not I'm not a farmer. I'm an eater. Yes <laughs> I'm a farmer and an eater. <laughs> um, so I'll know that we can get all this stuff yep. Yeah we want to eat that now. <laughs> Put it in, let's have a look at it. Oh my lord above Hi, it's Bo Jackson, Marketing Manager for Bundaberg Regional Council. Bundaberg Region is the gateway to the Southern Great Barrier Reef and as custodians of this natural wonder, it's important that our community looks after the reef. 
Joining us now is Sally Obbs, Natural Areas Officer for Bundaberg Regional Council to talk about a really important program, the Reef Guardian Program. The Reef Guardian Program is a program run by the Great Barrier Reef Marine Park Authority. Uh, it's a program that's been in place since 2007 and there are 18 local governments participating. It actually gives an excellent platform and an opportunity for governments to get together, learn from each other, share our projects and all work together to protect the Great Barrier Reef and our oceans as well. Thanks Sally, and uh, why is that important to our region? The Bundaberg region is at the very southern tip of the Great Barrier Reef Marine Park. We also have Lady Musgrave Island and Lady Elliot Island just within our coastline and associated with these islands are beautiful coral areas. Another key feature of Bundaberg is the nesting population of turtles that we have. A lot of these turtles actually make the Great Barrier Reef their home. Being a city so close to the coastline, it's really important that we think about what we do in our city and how it impacts the environment and how the water from all of our stormwater drains flow into the waterways, out to the ocean and eventually to all these beautiful environments around us. What are some of the projects Bundaberg Regional Council is undertaking as part of their commitment to the reef with this program? Some of the direct actions that Council is undertaking as part of the Reef Guardian program is to clean up our local waterways. It's a big job. A lot of rubbish gets into our waterways through our stormwater drains, into the wetlands, riverbanks and the mangroves. So we have a program called the Waterways Cleanup Program which is getting on ground and actually picking up that rubbish before it ends up into our ocean. Um, another project that Council has been embarking on is looking into source reduction. So we've been participating in source reduction workshops with a group called Tangarora Blue. The main goal of the source reduction is to address the rubbish at its source. So that's looking at what type of rubbish is getting into the environment, why it's getting in there and what we can do to stop it before it gets into our environment. So this might include things like infrastructure such as bins placed in key locations, education through social media and promoting reducing packaging and prompting people to do the right thing. And what do you think some of the key outcomes um, have been from the program so far? The Reef Guardian program really encourages networking within your local community. And part of this is engaging with the Reef Guardian schools. So the schools in the Bundaberg region are really well represented with around 12 schools participating in the program. The program is excellent. It gives the children this opportunity to engage with their peers and develop programs that they implement at their school. Like a nude food day is a really good example where children bring their lunches without additional plastic, plastic packaging. Uh, they also do composting of their green waste. Um, another great example is making wax wraps to use at home instead of using your classic lad wrap. Uh, part of the program is peer learning and also engaging with networks around them such as the local council, regional groups as well as other volunteer groups like Conservation Volunteers Australia and the Reef Guardian program really brings all of these groups together they have annual networking opportunities and an excellent day called the Future Leaders Eco Challenge. So this challenge is when key students from each school come together for a full day of activities. It brings together a lot of conservation groups, NGOs and other volunteers and we get to spend the day engaging with these children in fun activities and really showing them hands-on ways to engage with the environment in a really positive way. You mentioned uh, the schools are involved with the program. Do the kids really enjoy being part of it and getting amongst uh, all this learning about the reef? 
The kids that I've met through the Reef Guardian Schools program have been just so enthusiastic, so passionate about the environment. They're well supported by key teachers at their schools and having the opportunity to encourage their entire school and attend events where they can share all the wonderful ideas that they've been doing is a really key element for building the confidence in these students and setting them on the path towards protecting our environment. We're talking to Linda Vickers from Bundy Limes, a really quintessential Bundaberg agricultural business. Um, Linda, can you tell us a bit about your business? So I guess we could be called a boutique business. Um, We're very different to some Mm -hmm. of the big commercial businesses around the Bundaberg region in that that we're very small. We've only got about 800 trees. Um, So we've been going about uh, eight years now. So... About four years ago I I realised that um, there was more to lime farming than just farming the limes so I diversified into a number of different products, um, everything from lime salt to dried products and um, freeze dried products as well. Um, Our market is basically the Brisbane market, we have sold to other people but we also have a very strong following from a lot of local clubs, pubs, cafes, restaurants. What makes your products so unique? Why do people love them so much? Okay, well, um, our products range from lime salt, as I said, so we've now got 10 different varieties of lime salt. Um, I use local products for my lime salt, so um, we've got one in particular that is, it's named Kate's Choice, turmeric and lime salt. That's actually named after Kate Rabine, who runs Bunda Ginger and One Little Farm, um, because that's where I get the turmeric for that particular salt. Um, We've also got some dehydrated limes. Um, They're very, very popular. They sell in lots of different retailers around town, Um, Kalki Moon being one of them. Um, And then not so long ago I purchased a freeze dryer, so I'm also doing freeze dried limes as well. And they're they're named after my brother, so they're Steve-O's Blimeys they're called, and they're to put in the top of a beer bottle. (laughs) I love that you've linked up with and supported local suppliers by incorporating their produce into your products. Uh, Working with other local suppliers in the Bundy region, do you think that connection helps your business? Oh, absolutely. Um, I would be nowhere without um, a lot of the other retailers, and not just retailers, other farmers as well, being able to share information. And, you know, I came into this farm eight years ago. I was a total farming virgin, so I knew nothing about anything. And um, just through the, the agricultural community in this region, it's been, you know, wonderful. There's, there's no other, other way to describe it. So, um, yeah, and the retailers, you know, I've got retailers and outlets that I've had since I first started and they've stuck with me and I um, deliver to their door. So they make a phone call and I get it there as soon as I can. So, yeah. And why did you choose to open up in the Bundaberg region? You know, coming here, the, the, the climate's perfect. The, the soil here, we have sandy loam soil, different to other parts of Bundaberg, but for citrus, that's perfect. Um, we've got a great water source. We've got a, um, uh, a bore that also runs to the house, so we drink the same water that the limes do. Um, there's nothing really that is a negative as far as the Bundaberg region goes for this type of business. Why not come to Bundaberg, you know, we've got clean air, we've got plenty of water, we've got a good climate. Um, I think I am a perfect example of, you know, if you've got a a dream, so to speak, or if you've got a passion to to change your life, it's possible, whether you've had, had, you know, a, a farming background or not had a farming background, 
you know, I think I'm, I'm living proof that it, it can actually work. So, you know, I've, I've changed my life completely coming to Bundaberg and I'd never want to go back to anything else. So. Bundaberg Region Libraries are an important part of the service that is provided to our community and they're loved by all age groups and used by pretty much everyone at some point. Um, we're joined today by Peter Brown who is in charge of operations at our Bundaberg Region Libraries and just getting an update from her around uh, what life is like for them with COVID-19. This is Peter Brown, Manager of Library Services for Bundaberg Regional Council. The closure of libraries due to COVID-19 happened a little quicker than expected following the federal government's announcement. It's been an interesting time. Once we wrapped our heads around not having any customers to serve in Branch, we focused on how we might be able to serve them from afar. It's been a great learning experience for us and we've had lots of fun figuring out how to deliver services online. It's certainly a marked change from delivering programs in person and it's taken some creative thinking to work out the best way to do things. Our online services have seen a great increase in use during our closure too, with our ebook loans basically doubling. Nearly 200 people joined the library online so they could access these resources. We've really missed our customers, so we're very excited that libraries are open again for borrowing and returning. Some of our other services won't be available until further down the track, but we know that many people have been looking forward to refreshing their books, DVDs, CDs and other items. To ensure the safety of both customers and staff, we're asking patrons to please ensure they abide by the hygiene guidelines and only spend a short time choosing items so that others also have the opportunity to access the library. To comply with limits on the number of patrons allowed in the library, Bundaberg Library can accommodate 10 customers at one time. Our smaller branches, due to their smaller space and staffing levels, are slightly different. Childers and Jinjin can accommodate five people at a time and Woodgate Library four people. These numbers will likely increase when Queensland moves to Stage 2 and Stage 3 restrictions. Be aware that there may be a wait in line before entering the library. We're still holding events online though and we have a couple of special events coming up, both on Wednesday 27th of May. National Simultaneous Storytime happens during Library and Information Week at the end of May every year. This year, Jala from the Libraries and Jolene from the Moncrief will be hosting an online activity on 27th of May at 9.30am via Zoom. This year's story is Whitney and Brittany, Chicken Divas, written and illustrated by Lucinda Gifford. As part of this event, there'll be a special reading of this story via the Storybox Library, which library members have access to. The other event being held on 27th of May is our online LAN eSports event in conjunction with Quantum Lounge. LAN stands for Local Area Network and means that a group of people can connect to a local network and play multiplayer video games in an individual or team competition. Bundaberg High Schools have been invited to take part and each school will field a team of five players. For further information on our reopening, contact your local branch or see the library's website. As always, we're available via phone, email and Facebook. We hope to see you soon. That was Peter Brown from Bundaberg Library ending our first Bundaberg Now podcast. Thank you, Peter. We hope you enjoyed listening to this edition. Keep an eye out on our Facebook page and website to know when the next edition will be available. Goodbye for now.